0: Welcome to the Yellow Family Podcast with Tom and Michael. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael, back for another Yellow Family, the show where we read the Wikipedia article so you don't have to.
1: That's right, Michael. So if you're reading it right now, stop, because that's a lot of the content for today's show. Big show ahead in the next hour, two new guests... Two brand new segments, a whole lot of preparation has gone into this one, so I'm very excited for it.
0: Yeah, and we'll be talking about the methodology behind creating the new segments later in the show, but we do have the new segments, one of which is based around a Black Eyed Peace song, and Tom, we're joined live in the studio by Tim and Ed, Simpsons fans, funny people and all-around good guys and always.
1: Yeah, two guests means half of, half of the work for us.
2: Very much easier show. Um, we hope to continue this trend of having more guests in. And you guys have chosen this week's episode of the week, which is... Season 8. Episode 2. You only move. What?
0: Great work. Tom, you in one move. sentence or less, what happens in this episode? The Simpsons move to Cypress Creek
1: where Homer works
0: for a Bond villain. Yeah, and it's all happening over the next hour here on Sin. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. It's the Yellow Family here with Tom and Michael.
1: Michael, very excited time to be listening and presenting on the Yellow Family. Uh... We often have a bit of talking between you and me at this stage of the show. Yeah, we do. I love just it. Just while the guests sit quietly in the corner. Listeners of the show might be aware there are a number of recognisable, let's call them traits yeah,
0: of the show. definitely a trait. Um,
1: blunders we make, the yeah. mistakes that we make And we do, constantly. like, make a lot of
0: mistakes on the show, Tom.
1: I know that I made my first ever mistake, I think it was a couple of weeks oh, ago. first I ever up mistake, to it. please. Just because I, I, I don't
0: bring it. the mistakes up <laughs> doesn't mean they don't happen. You're in
1: charge of a few more things, far <laughs> more capabilities for you to make mistakes.
0: Definitely. The more you do, the more
1: mistakes I you make. I do my best to point them out yep. in the show. But, look, I can't get to it every one. Yep. It's a very fast-paced show. A little segment I've come up with yep. to get to some of the ones I've missed. All it's right. a little segment I like to call. That's the blunder. The blunder of you. You being Michael, my co-host on the Yellow Family. It's the blunders of you.
0: Great segment name. And I did <laughs> notice... You put a little appendage there at the end. That's like you being Michael, my co-host. Does yeah, it's that rule kind of a out-
1: lifeline for me? Does that Just rule have- out
0: me using the segment on you?
1: If you want to re-record the sweeper, yep. go for it. Okay, yeah, that saved me from it. Ah, so how's the segment Tim- work? Tim and Ed, I'm going to hand you both a card at the moment. All right, we are being so handed. we can talk now. We're,
0: We're right. being handed cards. The been Also, Tim and Ed, welcome. Thank oh, you thank for being you. on Thanks the show. Thank yeah, oh, no us. worries.
1: No, that's fine. They all have blunders that have been written in from people who have been listening to the show. We'll
2: start with you, Ed. Okay. Uh, do you want me to read this card out, or what's? What? Yeah, read out the card. Okay, uh, Michael. Past instances in which I profess to like you were fraudulent.
3: <laughs> I love Good. this segment to be already. Said. To be said. All right. D- Look, we'll move on to Tim's. Uh, I gotta say, I don't, I don't, I don't recognize this one as being another reference. Uh, this one comes in from Tom, Michael. <laughs> A number of episodes ago, you had another voice crack. During the intro, I didn't mention it, but I just wanted to mention it now.
1: Look, it had to be said. It (laughs) had to be
3: mentioned. (laughs) Look, last week we had two very important guests, boys from Four Finger Discount.
1: It wasn't a blunder full episode. We did do very well. We wanted to impress them. Except for the intro music being too loud, which (laughs) did give one listener
0: a headache. Thank you for pointing that (laughs) out.
1: (laughs) The blunder I was talking about did not come from... The intro music. Yeah, it was actually a bit later on during our favourite segment, and I'd like you to play.
0: Yeah, some I've got audio a bit of the audio now. here because they did shout us out on their podcast. So this is what they said.
1: A little bit of trivia in there as well that we totally won. Yes, they told, they told us we got the third one wrong.
3: We didn't. Yeah, and we are the first ones and only ones to ever get all three right. Yeah.
1: So basically, what has happened? They've gotten all three questions right. In Wake Me Up When the Simpsons End, you have played the wrong sound
0: effect. Yeah. <laughs> Giving them the wrong answer. I did tell them they were wrong, and they nobody didn't. called you out on. They didn't the figure show. it out. By the way, I did the honest thing and messaged them after, saying, "Hey guys, by the way, you got them all right." I sent. I you've been exposed. Yeah, I've been <laughs> exposed, but I was honest about it. Tim and Ed, thank you
2: so much for being on the show tonight. Thanks
0: for having us. Um, now, look, the story behind. The Tim, Ed, Michael, Tom <laughs> friendship. Long,
2: act- long and convoluted. Yeah, and I, say.
0: I thought it was worth talking about. Now, like, I'll kick it off.
2: Basically, right. Ed, you and I are best friends from kindergarten. We were back in three year old kinder. Uh, yeah. Helen and Joan, I believe, are the, names <laughs> <of> our- <laughs> the names of the two ladies who used to look after us. Shout out to Helen and Joan if you're <laughs> listening, <laughs> if you're listening to the right show, now.
0: <laughs> this is what we've become. Um, now, what proud. happened was. Ed and I went to kindergarten for, you know, two years and we were best friends, inseparable. We were then Indeed. separated.
2: And after that we didn't see each other for probably about fifteen years. I think um we we played soccer together on like when we were like thirteen years old. Yeah, I you've think.
0: told me this, but I'm still not sure if that oh, actually maybe happened. it was just
2: someone with a similar name <laughs> or a similar
0: at, at this point, Tom replaces Ed as my I best friend. And my <laughs> memories of Ed disappear. I begin uni, and that's where Tim comes in.
3: Oh, I think I, I come in a few years earlier. I swoop in to oh, that's right, yeah. fill in the gaping hole that you left in Ed's life yeah. um, <laughs> uh, after you replaced him with Tom. It was like year eight or nine, and someone at our school says that uh, it was in a maths class with Ed. They had this uh, maths assignment that uh, said, please answer in full sentences of English, <laughs> to which I hear Ed, Ed says uh, to the class, to the teacher, oh, does that mean that someone once answered not in English? <laughs> hey, man, I, I, don't, I don't even sound like that. What you about you? <laughs> this was year eight. You sounded like that back then. Um, I didn't hear it live, but I heard the repeat and it was pretty funny. That, <laughs> so we became friends from there. Then, you know, several years later, I now do a Bachelor of Arts. Uh, Michael, I think for a, a brief time you also did a Bachelor of Arts. At
0: some point of in my life I did do a Bachelor of Arts.
3: And uh, we happened to sit next to each other, I think in like our first class. Yeah, our first ever class. Yeah, first ever class, uh, which is called Power. For those of you <laughs> thinking of doing it, it's quite good. Enroll yeah. in an arts
0: degree at Melbourne. If, if, if
3: you want a class that's full of people that enjoy talking a lot, perhaps for the sake of talking, <laughs> then you'll enjoy that one. Um, Michael and I shared uh, a disdain for that kind of... Uh, intellectual chat. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we, you know, I found out that you knew Ed, you found out that I knew Ed. So you, you messaged me saying, oh, hey, I've just
2: met this guy called Michael and he <laughs> says that he knows you. And then like two days later, I'm walking down to the bus stop and I see Michael and it's just like, it's completely out of the blue. And, anyway, and, and
0: I just make eye contact with you and I'm like ed <laughs> michael yeah
2: I and it turns
0: out we live a, we've lived a street away from each other this whole time <laughs> That's it. tom where do you come into this i
1: somehow ended up in the last couple of months since doing this radio show my girlfriend and is it tim your girlfriend? it's my girlfriend
0: no, no, yeah. no tim oh, is yeah, single it's mine uh, <laughs> it'd be a big on, surprise on to me tinders,
3: actually
2: <laughs> ed your girlfriend and my girlfriend are now in a class together that's true, they are. I'm not sure what the class is called. Some sort of... Might be power. Might be power. <laughs> another, another plug for power Hope. on this show. Like.
0: I guess we have to very quickly now throw to you guys and ask, what's your history with The Simpsons and why have you chosen this week's episode, You Only Move Twice?
3: Um, Ed's pointing to me. I, I, I'm guessing he wants me to go. That means, first. I, that means I want to go 1st uh, so <laughs> we'll no, take it away. <laughs> okay. Uh, so
2: I think we actually have fairly similar um, histories with The Simpsons. So I probably started watching when I was about seven or eight years old. I was lucky enough to have Foxtel. So, you know, it's very similar to a lot of the games to be on your show, I Guys, think. Guys,
0: freshen it up, um, I, mean,
2: I can make something up if you want, but no, the truth is, um, yeah, so Fox 8, Saturday mornings, you know, 9 to 12, switch over to Fox 8 Plus 2, watch two more hours um yeah, is that similar to... I'm just sort of assuming it's the same as... Dude, yeah,
3: if you ever uh, wanted to hear, like, a very similar story twice, uh, <laughs> now, now is a great opportunity. Well, um, why
0: you only move twice, which is a very popular
3: episode of the show. Well, you're right, it is a very popular episode. I mean... Like, and I guess it, that's hi-
0: why you chose it. Historically
3: speaking... So you didn't speaking, put much
2: effort into it. <laughs> historically
3: speaking, Hank Scorpio was always one of my favourite um, characters. It actually took me, like... A long, long time. I've seen the episode, you know, a fair few times. It took me several years to actually get the whole James Bond gag. Did not know that the the title of the episode was a reference to uh, one of the James Bond films. Didn't know that Hank Scorpio was like a Bond villain. I thought these were just like a random (laughs) assortment of jokes. Yeah, Um, and I
0: would agree with that, which is another (laughs) reflection of being a kid and then rewatching yeah. The Simpsons as an adult. Tom, we usually throw to you here for a very riveting segment, I guess, that's sort of called I, Tom's I Episode like Facts.
1: Alright, I'll get him going. This episode first aired November third, nineteen ninety six, written by John Swartzelder. The story revolves around pretty much three basic concepts uh, the family has moved to a new town. Homer's new boss is a supervillain, Hank Scorpio, and Bart and Lisa and Marge all have their individual storylines dealing with moving to this new town. It was a really difficult episode for the animators to create because they had to draw up whole new scenes. Terrible strain um, on their wrists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new layouts and animations. Are Albert Brooks, the voice of Hank Scorpio, he's appeared in around seven episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, also appeared as Russ Cargill in the villain
2: for The Simpsons movie.
0: Yeah, who was originally going to be Hank Scorpio. Mm.
2: Should have been. Should have yeah. been. He's the superior the character. <laughs> I would have ruined it, yeah, because I reckon he's one of the, if not the most sort of popular single episode character of the show. And to put him on, you know, another episode or even the movie would be sort of Without cheapening it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've recently put Frank Grimes, I think, on maybe like oh, yeah. the most yeah. recent episode just 600. come out. Shout out like to The episode.
0: Simpsons on their 600th episode, by the way.
2: Congratulations. But yeah, the name of this episode,
1: You Only Move Twice, is a reference to the Bond film uh, You Only Live Twice. So there's an, actually a huge amount of Bond parodies in The Simpsons. Oh especially in this episode, Um, the episode has gone on to be one of the most popular episodes of the series pretty much of all
0: time, really. Yeah, and and as Tim said, I think I didn't really like this episode when I was a kid because it was removed from Springfield and and all of these Bond references weren't familiar to me so I just like you said I just thought it was this random completely like fabricated thing that had no reference to anything. I think one of the best moments in this episode which I know you liked him happens right at the start where <laughs> Smithers is being offered a job by these people that eventually go to Homer and yes. Smithers delivers that fantastic line where he's just like can a man walk down the street without being offered a job <laughs> in this country <laughs> which is a very nice I guess look at just American culture oh, and- uh,
3: I love it. I feel like it's like it's um you know so so there are so many good moments in this episode. Um, I feel like this one is perhaps overlooked. It's a bit it's a bit subtler than some of the you know more overt James Bond stuff later on. Um, yeah. it's it's like way before Hank Scorpio is even in the episode. And no, I feel like he he really takes it over. Um, so this first scene I think disappears uh, or flies under the radar a little bit.
0: And there's plenty more of you only move twice to come. We'll be back straight after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Before we continue, we have had a write-in from family member Vincent. We do play the song theme game on this show. Very fun game. He's written in saying, is the song theme this week... Songs from the Shrek 2 soundtrack. We will oh, get to it at the is end. Which a brilliant soundtrack. It might be that. But, Tom, you have a fact about the episode.
1: I do. Um, we were talking about Al Brooks before, and most of Homer's dialogue is actually a completely natural just response to Al Brooks, who was ad-libbing a lot of his lines during the filming. Um, not filming. Screening. <laughs> animation of <laughs> voice characters. In fact, like, some of the most popular quotes from this episode, like the whole hammock scene, just completely outlived by Brooks. Um, and, and, and see a man say goodbye to a shoe.
0: <laughs> Once. Um, obviously, the Bond references are, are plentiful. The You Only Live Twice.
3: Sean I have to take your word on that. Mate,
0: Sean Connery's Bond is parodies as James Bond. in a legal scene reasons. Yeah, in a scene that's reminiscent of Goldfinger. And I think, like... Hank Scorpio is obviously the central thing of this character. He's quite mm. an iconic Simpsons character, despite only being in one episode. What do you guys think about Hank Scorpio? I,
3: I, I love him. I mean, it, even before I found out that this episode was, you know, one of the fan favourites uh, throughout the entire series, um, I always thought that he, he in particular really made it for me. I suppose I should say favourite secondary or guest character, but that being said, he's he's much better than, like, Marge or Lisa. <laughs> so, Lisa, worst episode. Worst episode. <laughs> character sorry yeah you had it here first yeah um, he
1: does have some, such a strong impression just for this one off
0: and and i think what really makes hank is that he seems to move at such a faster pace to everyone yeah. else in the episode like he speaks faster and he's just <laughs> yeah. the way he moves and the way he's animated is so much faster and he's just such a positive like an overwhelmingly positive man that cares about all of his staff but he just happens to be a diabolical super villain <laughs> that's trying
2: to destroy. He offers the them care, He yeah. offers them resort living, attractive and salaries, and <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so different from like every other character in The Simpsons who just doesn't care about anybody except themselves. Like it's such a frequent thing, Mr. Burns, like Mo, anyone, you, any of these other secondary characters you see. Yeah, yeah, he does ca- He
1: cares about Homer a lot. Like he allows Homer to leave because he understands family is important. At the end of the episode,
0: yeah, it's quite that's a moment. You're right I think Al Brooks's voice acting in this episode is. So so strong as Absolutely. well. Like, I agree. He, he is so different to any other any other voice actor on The Simpsons. Like I would say he doesn't fit in that well, but because of that, he, he just that's why he stands
1: out it's one so of his much. Rare moments, yeah. yeah, yeah. His voice complements the animation of uh, Hank's character so well. Yeah just um so many scenes like the coat scene never
2: fails to make me laugh <laughs> just because of the expression on his face yeah, when he puts his coat back, back for on for we one. were watching Tim and I were watching the episode together and when just like at the very beginning of that scene we were laughing like you know half a minute before the actual shot <laughs> <laughs> came on because we knew it was coming and it's just hilarious.
0: yeah and and that coat scene in particular where he says you know Put my coat on the wall. No, we don't believe in walls. I didn't even <laughs> give him my coat. It's such a really good uh, showcase of The Simpsons at its best in animation, voice acting, and just characterization. All right? coming together. Everything really just goes so well in that scene. Scorpio really moves with purpose, and he moves with direction, and he, and you really know what he's doing. He's he's hyperactive almost. Like when yeah. he comes to meet the Simpsons, he's,
2: he's in, in, the in the middle of, middle
0: of a fun run, right? <laughs> and you know he just he's speaking he's Got a so gift fast. basket. Yeah. Popeye, puppy
2: Popeye, puppy. <laughs> Because he's um, strong like Popeye. And
0: then he, and you know, of course when he leaves he's still at the front of the fun run anyway. Yeah, like, it, he's like he's, he's still just miles just the, right ahead. Yeah. Yeah. the best part about him is he doesn't realise that Homer's an idiot. He thinks that Homer <laughs> legitimately understands how to run. Is the second most power. experienced well, person increased by two percent? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and I guess that's a really by the promise of donuts, <laughs> and more
2: donuts.
0: A good way to 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 forward this is like this episode in particular really really nails the ignorance of Homer. In mm. fact, I would say it's the pinnacle of.
2: Homer's ignorance. Would you guys agree with that? This where Homer's standing in the background while there's, like, you know, Hank's talking to this board of, like, maybe the UN or something, and there's, like, a building blowing up in the background. He's just, like, scratching his behind. How like
0: do we the- know that was him? I want to take a chance.
2: <laughs> you always say that.
3: Yeah, and,
0: and like you said, there's so many instances in this app where Homer just is completely, not even overlooking, he's just not
3: mm. noticing. He's just oblivious. Like when he's in the background, like, in the secret lair, which is just overtly yeah. <laughs> designed to look like an underground base and there's a vending machine in the background. He's yeah. just trying to put yeah. his money like in. Like, the variant comes
2: to a head and there's just explosions <laughs> and, like, <a> machine guns <laughs> in the background and he's just asking for sugar. Yeah. It's just um, good. the
0: hammock, because that's the hammock scene as well, where he's, like, Skypes, I guess, with yeah. the world leaders. <laughs> he um, skypes with them. Uh, the <laughs> <night>. <laughs> well, Sky, <laughs> Skype wasn't around then. But also, like, when, yeah, he's at the vending machine and. Scorpio's he is like up
1: James Bond. Yeah, he's <laughs> James
0: Bond because Hank Scorpio is like someone stop that man. He's supposed he just, to die. He just like you know elegantly puts his foot out to trip him, and Hank's like, "Thank you, Homer. When you get home, there'll be another story in your house." <laughs> and then Hank's goons just shoot shoot James Bond to death, and Homer just walks out not realizing. You know, <laughs> the end of this episode. It's a complete war zone. Homer goes in terrified because he has to quit to his boss, who's holding a flamethrower and killing <laughs> it's like, oh, multiple it's not people. not really
1: a good time for
3: me. <laughs> but he takes the time out to talk. Timer, it's uh, like I said earlier. You know, it's a very. difficult. doesn't look for caring, cream. Why? Yeah, that's it. Love, love a man who offers you cream, and you just get
0: that that sensitivity of. Of Hank Scorpio, right? Yeah. Like, he's telling Homer, you know, I think, you know, I'm really disappointed that you have to leave, but I think your best decision is to go with your family and do what they want to do. Yeah, he's so charming and he this
1: has this charming way of destroying the world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course, at the end, he, he says, Homer, if you could kill someone on your way up, that'd be very helpful to me.
1: Grenade <laughs> just rolls over to him and, and just kicks it, out of it away. The
0: way. <laughs> yeah. Homer wants, Homer's lifelong dream as per this episode is to own, is it the Dallas Cowboys that he wants to That's right, yeah. Um, Hank. Can't do that for him. So instead, he gets him the Denver Broncos. Which Tim, you were saying before the show, you you're not sure if you
3: get that joke yet. I'm not, I'm not sure if I get it. Like, I get, I get that there's like there's some gag density there. Yeah. I'm just not sure if I've uh, quite penetrated it. Yeah. My guess is at the time, like 1996, the Denver Broncos were really bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did the only piece of research I've done is that the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl in 1996. Well, there you go. So they're I'm very I I doing research but, for our show. Thank but, you very much. <laughs> Incidentally if homer were to still own the denver broncos to this day they'd won the super bowl last year so don't, i feel like the gag is this is a lot deeper discussion this. than we usually get well, there, there you go.
0: don't you think homer is the type of person that would just support the team that's winning that year no. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't all we have in this episode because beyond homer's subplot you also get Marge, Bart and Lisa having all three of them having their own little um, yeah.
2: journeys here. So I, I read that um, they, the writers were trying to convince people that, or sort of semi-convince them, that the Simpsons had actually left Springfield for good, right? And so they're trying to come up, you get the um, the farewells from all the characters when they're leaving, and then you get these separate storylines developing for each of the characters. Sort yeah, of it's so, like a know. new beginning kind yeah. of thing. And you get, like, you know, the the secondary mill house and, like, you know, the whole, <laughs> classroom, right. the whole classroom full of Ralph Wiggins. Yeah. And,
0: like, <laughs> Tom, you really like a lot of the subplots, almost more than Hank Scorpio itself.
1: I love Bart's subplot. I love all the remedial class <laughs> students, just because so, they're fantastically.
0: So Bart gets to his new class and. He can't read cursive. In fact, when the teacher says, <laughs> "Did Neville learn to read cursive?" He's like, "Well, I know damn, yeah. I know hell,
1: <laughs> I know of them." Yeah. yeah, talking about multiplication.
0: So Bart goes down to the remedial class where they're studying the letter A, mm. and everyone he- take
2: out a circle of paper. Yeah, <laughs> <and their> safety. <laughs> <And just pen.
0: laughs> what do you guys think of this? Do you think it's like a, a statement about like the American education system, or at least Springfield's education system? Um,
1: Definitely in Springfield's education system, because you see it so many times. In so many episodes that it's just lacking so many things, books, technology. My favorite character from this episode is probably after Hank Warren. (laughs) (laughs) Warren
0: Now, which one one is Warren? Because there's a lot of characters in Bart's class. He's not
1: the (laughs) The Canadian. No, he's sitting. He sits next to Bart. There's this great scene where he tries supporting. He looks like he's comforting Bart 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 by patting him on the back. And his pets are just slowly getting more and more aggressive. (laughs) Warren! The just grabs his hand.
0: (laughs) Warren! Um, The boy from Canada is also a very,
1: very
3: good
0: moment. I'm from Canada. They think I'm (laughs) slow. Marge also has a very nice little plot here where, and it is a nice statement of Marge as a character, where the house they live in in Cypress Creek does all the chores for her. Like, Mm. she has literally nothing to do in her day because she's, you know, accustomed to this homemaker life. And she's dependent on this lifestyle.
2: Yeah, she gets bored and she just... <laughs> has nothing else to do. Yeah, because a lot of Marge's character, right, is just this, you know, this stereotype of like the American, like depressed American housewife sort of mm. things. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> an interesting take on on that.
3: Absolutely, episode. and shot sure get grim. <laughs> pretty grim, yeah. A
2: lot of dark, dark things in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, Bond, Bond's there. getting shot. Uh, <laughs> Marge becoming an alcoholic.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I love it. That, I love that they do um, sort of address it uh, around the dinner table, where she's like, you know, I, I've been drinking a glass of wine a day. I know doctors say you should drink a glass and a half, but I <laughs> just can't drink that <laughs> <bad> much because <laughs> the way they depict it with the sound of like the dun 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 yeah, yeah. every time she goes
0: near a drink. <laughs> I think uh, um, it sort of lightens up a bit with Lisa's subplot where she's just um, loving the nature and everything that Cypress Creek has to offer until she realizes, yeah, she <laughs> realizes so that she's allergic to everything. It is quite a jam-packed episode, and we will be counting down our top three moments. And there are a lot of amazing moments from this episode. We'll be right back after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Tom. About to dive into one of the best segments on the show, the top three countdown. i just still joined by Tim and Ed, by the way. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for not leaving. No (laughs) walkouts. Tom (laughs) caught up with a a mate the other week um, that I hadn't seen in a while. One of the best parts about the Yellow Family, guys, is that, like... People that we don't know and are like people that we haven't seen since like school, like five years ago or whatnot, come up to us or message us and say, hey, I heard the show, good work. And it's quite... It it's is- a great feeling. If you yeah. ever
1: want to get some comments or some... Just new likes, start a radio show. Yeah. I just want you for you your money. about it.
0: <laughs> really good thing. So radio I, money. So I caught up with a mate who I haven't seen in a very long time, who also happens to be my next-door neighbour, so, like, I really should have seen him at some point. <laughs> in a How many neighbours does a man need? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, halfway through the catch-up, he sort of goes, oh, by the way how's the yellow fever going? (laughs)
1: It's going really well. Thank you very much for asking.
0: Yeah, and I was like, well, what do you mean the yellow fever?
1: (laughs) Yellow fever, very popular between (laughs) disco fever and uh, hay fever season.
0: (laughs) Did
2: you you say Um, you were starting treatment next week?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I basically said to him, no, 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 no. The the show's called The Yellow Family.
2: He's the, obviously not listening. The
0: Yellow Family is <laughs> a di- the Yellow Fever is a disease, which I which I don't have. Please don't tell people that Michael's doing Yellow Fever or something like that. But anyway, I just thought that was a story worth telling on the show because it was so funny. I get some
2: some viewers from you know, the Yellow Fever community. Yeah, uh, hopefully listening
0: in I mean, that's actually, that's the real reason why I did it. But Tom, <laughs> we do have a very popular segment on the show, which we're about to launch into right now. And darling, I will be counting down the Moments from this week's episode. It is the top three moments from this week's episode. A little jig there from Tim and Ed. Thank you for joining <laughs> in with for that. for
1: Just for you guys. Someone's <laughs> going to do
0: it. I was about to say, keep quiet. Only we may dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: basically, we as you guys listen to the show, so thank you for that, first of all, because I don't <laughs> think we've ever had a guest who has listened I don't to the think show. We have not. Uh, so we usually Speak start off with some of the better moments from the episode that don't quite make it into the top three in the Honourable Mentions. Would you guys like to dive straight into those now? I would love to dive straight
4: in. What's wrong with this country? Can't a man walk down the street without being offered a job? You took a new job in a strange town without discussing it with your family? Of course not. I wouldn't do that. Why not? I'm going to miss Springfield. This town's been awfully good to us. No, it hasn't, Dad. That's why we're leaving. Oh, yeah. the long, stink town. They're juicy and full of papayin. Makes you strong like Popeye. Popeye, papain. Popeye, papain. See, same thing, same... I'm just like you. Oh, sure, I come later in the day, I get paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. Don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio, but don't call me that either. Call me Hank. <laughs> Relax, Homer and Globex, we don't believe in walls. Matter of fact, I didn't even give you my coat. I want you to close your eyes and fall backwards, and I'll catch you. That's going to show you what trust is all about. Ready? Ready. Ready. Right. Three, two... One second. Hello! Oh my god, a guy's on the floor. I moved here from Canada and they think I'm slow, eh? Only management type guys with big salaries like me can afford things like that. <gasps> guys like me! I'm a guy like me! But Homer, on your way out, if you want to kill somebody, it would help me a lot.
0: Oh, the Denver Broncos! A few hysterics in this <laughs> studio here. Like a lot of really, really
3: funny moments there. Any standouts for you guys? Uh Two for me. One, I want to call back to the the coat scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah again. Because <laughs> I feel like one of the great aspects to it is that when he when the coat reappears on his body, it's backwards.
2: <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't so it does need non-sense. to
0: be
3: backwards. It, it doesn't make more sense <laughs> no. if it's backwards.
0: <laughs> like, none, none of that joke makes sense at all, right? Um,
3: uh, one I would have loved to see, I hope I'm not spoiling the next segment, is um, when <laughs> Hank finds out that someone's eaten part of his lunch. <laughs> oh,
2: no. I, I, that
0: yeah, one did not make the cut. Ed, any standouts there for you. For me,
2: Tom, Tom Landry's hat so that the, uh, the hat that oh, Mama thinks yes. he can't quite which, for me, like the, the thing that makes me love it so much is that you actually see Homer wearing Tom Landry's hat in a later episode. I think I think it's the, like, the oh, Beer right. Baron episode when he, yes. he buys his new hat and it's like, look at me, look at me, Rex Banner, I have a new hat. And it's you know just a, a great callback that didn't you know, they didn't need to do it, but it just it, it really adds another like, sort of layer of depth. To oh, absolutely. Episode. One thing you didn't include that I just
1: love oh, is after he's <laughs> after he's blown up the bridge. One of the World leaders are saying.
0: What if what, what if it yeah. just what? fell
2: down? What, what we if,
1: can't take that chance.
0: Uh, you, you always, always say, that. say that. I want to take a chance that. for once. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love how Homer calls him Mr. Scorpion. <laughs> <to which laughs> he replies, don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio. But don't call me that either. Um, guys, it's not about the honourable mentions. It is about the top three. Do you want to find out what they are now? Yes. Indeed. All right, let's start with number three, as always. Number,
3: number three.
4: three. Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Yes, yeah, once.
2: <laughs> very quick one <I'm> there. <laughs> right,
0: are you laughing at the joke or just how quickly I put the mics back at on? The, the
3: well, your button work of,
2: was very good. I'm, like, I'm laughing at just like the tirade of the internet arguments that have ensued recently from that quote. Oh, so. what were they? Oh, uh, you know where? Um, what is it? Some sort of syntactical argument. Yeah, it's, it's him whether it's whether shoe. that's the first time Homer's has actually seen someone <laughs> say goodbye to a shoe, or whether he's seen, seen it, before it before and he's actually referring to that previous <laughs> time.
1: Which is
0: so
2: difficult, just and because of Homer's
1: stupidity. And that's so how complex difficult.
0: the Simpsons can become at times, guys. <laughs> that's how. That's why we do this yeah, show yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to get to these <laughs> finer points. But we will chug on with this segment with the number two. Are we all ready for that? Makes yeah. sense. All right, let's do it.
1: Number two. Uh, You want
0: any sugar around here? Sugar? Sure.
4: Here you go. Sorry, it's
0: not in packages. Tim and Ed, did you watch the episode? Because you're laughing well, so sorry, hard yeah. as if you didn't watch, you haven't seen it in, like, 50 years or something.
2: It's um, just how we watch it, you know? Like, when we were watching the episode, like, every... I mentioned before, like, we were laughing half a minute before, it, like, this joke came on. And it's, it happens with every single joke in the whole episode.
3: <laughs> like, and, and to... Uh, with reference to this one, to score bonus guest points on the show... Yes. Um, to make sure we get invited back, we actually did bring uh, sugar into in the show. Did,
0: yeah, so basically what happens is um, Hank Scorpio pulls loose sugar out of his pockets... <laughs> <laughs> puts it into Homer's coffee, and then asks him if he wants cream. <laughs> Guys, do we want to hear the number one moment from You Only Move Twice? Please. All We're right. This well. Let's do it.
3: Number one.
4: Homer, there's four places. There's the Hammock Hut. That's on third. Uh-huh. There's Hammocks Are Us. Got That's it. on third, too. You got to Put Your Butt There. Mm-hmm. That's on third. Yeah. Swing, low, sweet chariot. Right. Matter of fact, they're all in the same complex. It's the hammock complex and a third. Or the hammock district. That's right.
0: Now, the district. A very, very, like one of my favourite Simpsons moments and I will just add the working title for the Yellow family was the hammock district because I like that <laughs> okay, joke yeah. so much. Um,
1: Homer
2: knew that there was a thing yeah. such as the hammock district. Yeah, he's been in this town to for like two weeks where <laughs> where or something. And you, and you know that Dan has just ad-libbed that line like when just <laughs> come it's up with so this cool. thing. It's just like, it's just amazing that he could come up with it so quickly. You
0: know? <laughs> Guys, though, those are our top three moments from *You Only Move Twice*. Let us know your top three moments by messaging us in at facebookcom theyellowfamily or Twitter, where the handle is at the Yellow Family. Got a brand new segment to launch straight after this, Tom. Don't Very we? exciting. We have gotten a ride in on the page. It's from uh, family member Bobby. His first ride in. Uh, it's about you, Ed. It says, "Can someone tell Ed that he is killing it? I'm his number one fan." Also, how did Otto's bit about not being able to afford the house not make it into the top? That's good bit. So he's, al- he's already
2: messaged me as well, so I know why he's messaged you. Oh, so he's not just
0: a random who happens to be listening <laughs> to the he, show he just is, really he is. is like,
3: a friend of mine. Uh, so you are killing it. That's bias.
0: No one's yeah. ever messaged the show to say that Tom or I are killing it, or <laughs> Tim. I, so? I can play his
3: message in to say that uh, I also.
2: He's now just sending me gibberish on Facebook chat, like He must be excited. He got to mention.
0: Guys, we are about to launch a brand new segment, which we are pretty proud of, and I, I didn't want to ruin it for you, but I did give you guys a little tease that the segment would be named after a black-eyed pea sock. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> at which point, I think, Tim, you said, is it, don't funk with my Bart?" And Ooh. then Ed said, is it, where is the lovejoy? Both of which are
1: v- fantastic. Both of which
0: are far better than what the end result was. I You're then considered asking you guys to be writers on this show. <laughs> um, now, the way I come we up can't with... can't pay you much. <laughs>
1: we can't, we can't you pay you anything. The
0: way I come up with the segments, I guess, is I think of a song in real life, and then I think how can that song become a segment? <laughs> so, you know, when Maybe I heard... Of
1: are the Black Eyed yeah. Peas? Related? Black for IP. example,
0: the segment All the Ride-Ins, which is a parody of Blink-182's mm. All the Small Things. I just said, I really want to make a segment around that song. I didn't know <laughs> why, but I just wanted to and it became that segment. So I guess now is where we introduce the sweeper for our brand new segment and it's a little segment that we like to call... Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us The equator or above The Simpsons got me, got me
1: Questioning Where is that dub? Basically, from what country does this Translated Simpsons moment come from Is what we're asking
0: Where is that dub? It's where is that dub? That's
1: quite a beautiful which, falsetto on your behalf. Which we weren't <laughs> sure
0: if people would get, so Tom did explain it in the sweeper. Yeah. The, the aim of this game is The Simpsons has been dubbed in so many different languages. I'm going to play you a classic Simpsons moment. I am then going to play it again in a completely different language. Your job is to tell me, and Tom, you can play this as well, because you don't know them. No, I'll move my microphone around. Yeah, so it's me versus you guys. It's a 1v3 here. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> You guys have to tell me what language it is in, or, in the in the ethos of the segment, where is that dub? <laughs> if you get the right answer, you will hear this sound. And if you get the wrong answer, you'll hear a brand new wrong answer sound effect, and it goes a little bit like this. No, oh, you idiot. How'd you get that wrong? Oh, you're such an idiot. <laughs> As we've said, there are no stakes to this game, so we do have to abuse the guests if if they get them wrong. So, guys, listen to this popular Simpsons moment. All right, I'm just going to do this. And if you get eaten, it's your own fault. Now listen to the same moment in a different language.
2: Where is that dub? mind has gone completely blank. Uh, I can probably say it's not French, French being the only language I know <laughs> someone, any words in other than English. Someone, someone I
0: tested it in said it was French.
2: Well, uh, you can ignore me wrong. then. Uh, well, <laughs> do we get our own answers or is it like a group consensus? It's a
0: group can? consensus. It's Japanese. Then I have to play three oh, yeah. sound
3: effects. At first I was thinking some kind of like European Italian, but the, the, the longer it went, the less <laughs> I thought that.
0: <laughs> Guys, where is that dub?
3: I like Tom's suggestion of like, go with Japan, a, Japan, just go for like Japan. Japanese. You think that's a Japanese dub? Perhaps
0: correct i'm very surprised you got that right right. because i did introduce this segment to you guys as guys i know you like the sweeper i don't know if you'll like the segment and i think it will be really hard but let's go let's keep going here's another classic simpsons moment
4: no tv and no beer make homer something something
0: go crazy don't mind if i do now, here's the same moment in a different language.
2: Where is that dub? That's totally <laughs> Italian, surely. It sounded pretty Italian, yeah. Some sort of,
3: like, sort of that Couple of Europe. If my, if my <laughs> Italian one at Melbourne Uni taught me anything... Fucking a lot of Melbourne <laughs> Uni courses. <laughs> <how to laughs> I, it was how to identify.
0: Guys, keep in mind that Michael is Italian, and his favourite country is Japan. So what would be the first two <laughs> countries that he types in? Your answer is... Hey, I'm very surprised you've got them both right. Like, So here's the you're last You're a strong teammate to have your
3: time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You have won it, but here's the last moment. So here is a very popular Simpsons. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if they're popular, but here is a moment in The Simpsons. And they're playing poker! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here is the same moment in a completely different language, and I, I really like this one, guys. <laughs> I might just leave it there with the cat. In the background, but guys, You've where cho- is that dub? You've chosen a very
2: laugh heavy quote. Yeah, that You're was a lot very more difficult. Laugh. I feel like most of the words, like you said, poker, could also in <laughs> English. Guys, where's that dub? How many languages uh, where it's- the word poker is also poker? It, it sounded very aggressive as well. Yeah, what's an aggressive, so aggressive, aggressive. aggressive. Sure, racism. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> no German speaking man could be evil, Tom. Guys, where's that dub?
2: Going to go German? All right, right. just
0: oh, I'll I'll go Are you? It. Okay. The answer is... and like, I went into this segment having severe doubts that you guys would get any. You ended up getting all of them, which is very surprising to me. Guys, that is our brand new segment, Where Is That Dub? Let us know what you thought by messaging us in at facebook.com slash the yellow family. We would love to hear from you. Also, let us know your top three moments from next week's episode of the week, which will be much a poo about nothing. We'll be right back after this, wrapping up the show. It's the yellow family with Tom and Michael. Just about done with the show, but we have had a few write-ins here. I'm pretty sure Ed has just told all his friends to write in. Uh, James has written in. Welcome to the welcome to the family, family member James. Just writing to say what a great episode. But the real star tonight is Ed.
2: What oh, a champion! Shucks, guys. I shouldn't have said they were my friends. Um, <laughs>
0: onto the onto the theme of the songs. Family member Vincent has uh, tweeted us again at the Yellow Family, saying this song's from Ice Age, so I'm gonna lock in songs from DreamWorks films. And Michael, that is wait, that is. Interesting. Correct. I say just not a DreamWorks film, and that is not, oh, that is not the theme. Oh, top. Back- Sorry, Vincent.
3: Uh, <laughs> I hope you don't plan on listening again. <laughs> One of our regular listeners, thanks but for Michael, listening.
1: Michael, I realised on the podcast we do edit them heavily. Yeah, we um, edit the songs out, right? <laughs> we do for legal reasons. So the a lot of things
0: is... we don't do for legal reasons.
1: But that is the know. one. That <laughs> is, uh, the podcast don't actually get to play the music theme game. It isn't really a segment. So, but... if you
0: want to play along with the, the music theme game at home, this week we've had Changes by David Bowie, Go Away by Weezer, Float On by Modest Mouse, On My Way by Rusted Root, and Don't Look Back in Anger from Oasis.
1: You do try and link them to the episode of the week.
0: Yeah, and you now have five seconds yeah, to guess them. you're not given
3: that much time to think about it. Time's <laughs> up.
0: Guys, what was the theme this week? Going away from things,
3: moving uh, the, general yeah, See, house. These guys
0: are really good. Tom never gets them. <laughs> Tim, Ed, thank you so much for being on the show. Do you want to plug any work that you guys do?
3: Yeah, it's probably a good opportunity. Um, if you're interested in Game of Thrones, like at an IR, we've got a little show called Game of Tim and Ed. Um, That's we'll... right. Yeah, so you can
2: you can follow us on MySpace. Uh, we go Wednesdays 9 p.m. till about 10, ten, ten thirty. Ed, what are we talking about this coming Wednesday? <laughs> uh, just uh, the, the idea of trust and sort of how that, that relates into uh, this sort of progresses along the series. Uh, particularly focusing issue. on that. Okay yeah, Tom, I indeed, understand
0: yeah. that we are very short on time So please the 411 <laughs> for next week
1: Alright, next week we'll be joined by Max He's a journalist, radio person An all-round good guy He's chosen much Muchapu About Nothing Where all the illegal, illegal immigrants in Springfield <laughs> are deported And Homer actually helps Apu To get his American citizenship Going back to some of the more political and legitimate discussion, which we did touch on last season. Uh, so, tune in if you like current affairs, immigration, uh, news, Pooh as a character, our first real look at him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tom and Michael, if you like us. If you like we'll us, stick a, around.
0: Yeah. If you like Tim and Ed, don't stick around. They're not They're back not next be, yeah. week, <laughs> they won't be back. <laughs> no, we, we might get you back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> that is about all we have time for on the show tonight. I really hope the outro music is not too loud and doesn't <laughs> give anyone a headache. Don't forget, you can follow us at Facebook at slash the yellow family for anything you may have missed, the podcast will be up shortly, and you can catch us on iTunes by searching The Yellow Family or any good podcasting app. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review. We'll also take four. We'll be all right with three, but a two and a one, don't bother. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. It's been The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Have an amazing night.